This is my subject today, folks, if you're wondering. The, the subject of my Bible lesson is thou shalt call his name. Can you say that with me? Thou shalt call his name. Now, we would say in more common language, uh, and the Greek allows it. In other words, the, this is the way they chose to translate. I love it. But we could have just said he's going to be named. Okay, you could. That's the word name. To name someone in the Greek you, is the word call. So you, you, I'm going to call them Talmadge. And people are doing it everywhere. Naming their children Talmadge. It's everywhere. It's just, be, it's just become an epidemic. But uh, I'm just kidding. All right. Now, here we go. Thou shalt call his name. Now, our first scripture here, we have two scriptures. In Matthew, it says, behold. Can you see that right here? I'm going to see how we, behold what? A virgin shall be with child. Okay, now that's the way Matthew states it. So we're looking at the Christmas story, and we're going to look at, of course, Luke here is our, is our main text. And, and so look here. Um, we're going to... Um, look at a couple scriptures and then we will get into Matthew 1 and 20 and 21. Let me go back. Oops. And the angel said unto her, behold, thou shalt conceive and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Everyone say Jesus. You're going to, in other words, his name was not uh, selected by the parents. How many understand what I'm saying? We're just beginning here. But the name Jesus didn't come from his mother, didn't come from his father. It came from the angel. And where do you think the angel got it? All right, he didn't make it up and say, hell, let's name this baby. No, the name was because it was, in fact, now listen to me. Some of you won't get it. Some of you won't care. But I'm going to talk about the name that was given to the Son of God at his birth. Thou, now, we're not quite there, but this one, Luke says it this way. And shall call, you shall bring forth the Son, and shall call his name Jesus. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be, saying, I know not a man. And the angel answered, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Now, <clears throat> there are two scriptures in Isaiah that are the prophecies that are behind uh, the what Matthew, Luke all uh, talk about in terms of the birth of the Lord. First is Isaiah seven fourteen. The Lord Himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin. Everyone say a virgin. Now, see, we were just here. Let me see if I can go back. And Matthew says, "Behold, a virgin shall be with child." And so, of course, he's quoting. If you look at Matthew, he's quoting Isaiah seven. The behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name what? Yeah, but when they when they give the the prophecy in its actuality in Matthew and Luke, which of course is the birth of Jesus, they don't in these two cases say the word Emmanuel. Instead, they use his actual name. You will call his name Jesus. Everyone say Jesus. There's a whole lot of times people will say, well, it, but did they speak English? Did they, is Jesus how you say it in uh, Greek? Of course, that's, those are Greek texts. And the whole world spoke Greek. And there are, there are people who, how many knows the devil loves nothing more than, he loves to confuse people. And recently, and this is one of the most interesting, some of you are awakened of, I think I can do this. I, I'm, I'm a little nervous to do it, but there's a, a little thing that's been floating around here for several years and I keep bumping into people that are really into Hebrew. Ooh. 
and Hebrew. Now, I teach Hebrew. I've taught at the college level. I've, I've had it. Uh, so d- d- blah, blah, blah. I've had it. Said, you know, I'm not, I don't consider myself an expert in Hebrew, although I have a degree in ancient language, which means I can teach any language that I study because I have a degree in ancient language. I know how to, in other words, I have a degree in ancient language. I also have a degree in Greek. So Greek is my main language, but I have a degree in ancient language. I have an actual degree in ancient language and theology. And uh, it's always interesting to me that people will think, oh, Hebrew is so special. And there is, there's people that get out there that like control people's lives and they'll tell people, oh, well, you have to, when you baptize or when you do anything, you have to say it in, in Hebrew. And my first response to them is, how much Hebrew do you know? Usually they don't know any. And I'll say, well, the, how, why would God demand of you to know, to be saying something in Hebrew? You don't even know Hebrew. And most of the guys that I'm not making, okay, I'm, I'm getting borderline making fun there, but okay, I'm going to come back. It's Christmas. I'm going to be real nice. And they'll start giving these Hebrew words and you'll say, so if, if I know they're smart, I like, and, oh, it's Hebrew, got to be Hebrew. All these Christians baptizing using the name Jesus, that's not his name. One guy said to me not too long ago, the name Jesus is a worthless nothing. That's what he said to me. I said, you are bordering on blasphemy. You need to be careful what you're saying. But he, because I wasn't saying Jesus in Hebrew, I said, first of all, my friend, there's no such thing as Jesus in Hebrew. Jesus is the name that was given to the Son of God. And it was not given to him by you. It was given to him by the angel. His name. Everybody say praise God. All right. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, let me dance just a little bit like grandma. Hallelujah. His name shall be called Jesus. Now, we know that Isaiah said his name shall be called Emmanuel. And I, I want to say a couple things. Some of you will get it. Some of you, you'll just say, oh, well, Christmas, it's all over. But I'm going to say it. I feel the Holy Ghost in what I'm doing today. The term Emmanuel is a very, very unusual term. I've searched it because I thought at one time maybe Emmanuel was a common term for the name of God. It was not a common term. Emmanuel. Now, L is the common term for God or El. Elohim or something like that. That's the plural form of God. But uh, in like heaven, you, Hebrews wouldn't, Hebrew people would never say heaven. They would say the heavens. Everything's plural. It's got to be plural if it's majestic, if it's great. If it's beyond and great and glorious, you use a plural. And so, so it is with the name of God. And Isaiah said, a, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel. Everyone say Emmanuel. And you notice that there in Isaiah, the King James translators chose to spell it with an I. And that confuses some people because the New Testament translates it with an E. Then Isaiah 9, 6 says, now here's who this child is that you're going to call Emmanuel. And that we just saw in, uh, what was that scripture we just looked at? Uh, Luke 1. said, you shall call his name Jesus. That's what the angel told him. Didn't say, now name him Emmanuel. Anybody ever knew anybody named Manuel? Emmanuel? Yes, I've known several people. So that wasn't like the angel couldn't have said, just call his name Emmanuel. He could have said that. But that's not what the angel said. The angel said, now he knew the prophecy said his name shall be called Emmanuel. But, oh, see, oh, mm, 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 m
Wow. Let me tell you something, folks. There's nothing like the name of Jesus. All through those centuries, they were waiting to know the name that would be given to the Son of God. The, the Messiah's coming. And they, and, they, they, and they would think, oh, Emmanuel. Oh, oh, what kind of name is that? Emmanuel. Of course, Emmanuel in Hebrew means God. I'll just spell it out. God is with us. Hallelujah. Now, folks, when, when I was born, nobody said, my mother never said, I'm going to name this baby. God is with us. No, no, no. No, they didn't do that. Now, they loved me and so on. But I, you know why? Because I wasn't God with us. But when you name a child, God is with us. And either, either you've got a name that's become common. For example, now we have people named Jesus. And that comes from a common source of a name. But the name Jesus is from the, the, the word Jehovah or the Hebrew word Yahweh. And the Bible says, now let's go back. Let's, now that we've, we've gone that route. For unto us a child is born. Let's read it together. Can you see it? For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful. You see what's happening? Now, see, see, they want to know what's his name. What's his name? Oh, he's going to have all these names. He's going to have the, his name's going to be wonderful. What are we talking about? We're describing who he is. He's wonderful. Hallelujah. You're describing who Jesus is. Let me tell you, my friend, there's nobody like Jesus. Hallelujah. He made a difference in my life. Anybody here been changed by the power of Jesus Christ? Oh, what a wonderful thing. No wonder we, we sing and worship him at this time of the season. His name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Hallelujah. You know, every once in a while somebody would tell me, uh, like, oh, I won't go into it, because sometimes it's real private, but they'll say, I don't know what to do. Should I do this? Should I do that? Talk to the Lord about it. Now, here's what the Bible says. I'm not afraid to tell. Someone might say, well, I, I, your church, this, I, I'm, I've never heard of that. No problem. Talk to the Lord about that. Let the Lord speak to you. One time someone came to me and said, I don't, the, I don't see that in the whole Bible. I said, okay, let me help you then. Get your Bible and let's go right to it, right in the Bible here. And let the Lord counsel you through his word. How many knows that words are great counselors? Praise God. He is a counselor. He's wonderful. Everybody say wonderful. Counselor. The mighty God. Everyone say the mighty God. The everlasting Father. And the Prince of Peace. So folks, I'm going to just say it. Jesus, though he was a man, was God the Father come in a human body. That's who, that's who Jesus was. Now, some people are troubled by that, and they'll say, well, that would make the Son, who was the man, the same as the invisible God. That's right. The God who was invisible took on human form. And the angel said, Call his name Jesus. Praise God. Did you know that? Now listen. There has never been a religion. That covered the globe. That believed in the power of a single name. 
Never been a religion. I not. I'm. For example, I'm not. I'm not here analyzing Buddhism, but the Buddha is a name. Okay, it's a name, and it's a very large and growing religion. And we could go on and on. There's, but yet nobody, nobody, nobody says you speak the name of Buddha, and there's power. Things happen when you speak the. But there's something about the name of Jesus. When you speak his name, hallelujah. Somebody here today needs a miracle. I wonder if we could just lift our hand and can we just pray and ask. Maybe it's for someone you love. Father, right now, Lord, help us to believe. Help us to see. Days are coming. January is almost here. If you should tarry that long. Lord, there's so much that we need and we come in the precious name of Jesus. And we magnify you, Lord. All right, I know I have to hurry. I, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to hurry on. Now, here we come to our main text. Fear not to take unto thee. I'm, I'm just going to, uh, actually, that I've, that's not correct. I've typed it in wrong, uh, but that's what happens. That's what happens. So the 20 right here is correct. Right, Brother French? That's verse 20, and that's verse 21. It's not verse 22 to 23. All right? Fear not. To take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her. So at this part of the story, we're at the, you know, Joseph. And that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Now, of course, the most important thing about using Matthew is that Matthew explains. Now, stay with me here. Can, uh, Matthew explains why his name wasn't going to be Emmanuel or any other Hebrew word, even though we know that his name was going to be called. That is to say, he's gonna, people are going to refer to him as the God with us or he's going to be the El Shaddai. Everybody say, praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So his, thou shalt call his name Jesus because, even though I know it says four there, but I'm trying to emphasize here, for he shall do what? He's going to save people. And Yahweh is the Hebrew word that means when you say Jesus, you, what you have done when you say Yahshua, that is the, the name Jesus coming from Yahweh, it means Jehovah, which I prefer. Everybody say Jehovah. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Some of you look kind of nervous and it's Christmas here. But uh, I'm telling you the truth. There's something about a name that is so powerful that demons have to run. Because that name is powerful. Some of you don't know what you're going to do about your kids. And so, and so you, you, I'll tell you what you need to do. I just, I just feel, I, I really did not plan to run around the front here. That's why I'm kind of walking slow like this. And this is all about all the running I'm going to get in here today. You need to go to your, you need to, when, when your children are asleep or when, when, when they're nearby, you need to just whisper how many knows it all you have to do is whisper the name? Yes. Now, you say, well, then, Brother French, why are you constantly, you know, well, that's because I like saying it loud. Wow! I enjoy that. Why, how would you like it if we do Hello, everyone. We're in church now. 
and uh, reach over and shake hands with everyone. I'm going to talk like that. But if you need something from the Lord, you don't have to scream it. If you need an answer and your children or your son, your daughter, your whatever, and you, you just begin to whisper the name of Jesus. God's going to do a miracle. I feel a miracle in this place today. And that's because the name Jesus is God's sacred name. That is to say, the name was given to the son. Let's, let's go a little bit further. In other words, he, he, he's the savior because his name says so. Yahweh means uh, Jehovah is savior. Jehovah is my savior. That's what Jesus means. Now I'm saying it in English. If I were saying it in Greek, I would say Jesus. I would say Jesus. If I were saying it in Spanish, which I'm just, I think they pr- would pronounce it Jesus. Is that correct? Okay, that's three pronunciations. If I were saying it in Spanish, I'm just coming over no particular reason. But if I were saying it in Spanish, I would say Jesus. But that's not, that's not the original Greek word. The original Greek word is, <laughs> is Jesus. It comes from the Yah. And the Greek gets that word from the Hebrew. It's a Hebrew word because it means Yahweh is my Savior. You're going to name him and Jesus because he's going to save his people from their sins. It's a reference to the meaning of that name. And let me tell you something else. Satan hates the name of Jesus. Nothing he hates more than the name of the Lord. He would do anything to keep the name. It's, it's, uh, 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 he doesn't want you whispering any, anything that's got Jesus in it. Someone said, well, I'm not worthy. Someone said to me, oh, I'm not worthy, Pastor. I, listen, get over it. That's the devil's tricking you to make you think, oh, well, I won't pray that because I'm just so unworthy. I said, you need to start as though my prayer was going to do it for them. I said, now you listen to me. As much as I love you, my prayers are not going to save you. My prayers may make a difference and may do things, but if you're going to be saved, it's going to be your prayers. You're going to have to get a hold of it. You can't live on grandma's faith. You've got to get a hold of the name of the Lord for yourself. So you're going to call his name Jesus. All right, now let's keep going. Let's look at a couple more. Wherefore God gave him, has exalted him, and given him what? A name which is above every name. Now I was at a university teaching this uh, verse some years ago. I was asked to because uh, whatever the reasons. And and uh, they started, I knew they were going to. They told me what they were going to do. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll come. Oh, you're going to come? We've told you ahead of time we're going to beat you up and, and treat you like a dog. Yes, I'll come. And uh, so they started in, uh, well, the name, he, French here thinks the name of Jesus is above every name that there is because of Philippians 2, 9. And I said, yes, that's true. I do. You mean you think it's above every name that there is in the entire world? Yes, I do. He was given a name that is the selected name of the Son of God, which is above every name that is named. There is no name. Someone said, well, what about the Hebrew? No, no, not. They named at least uh, 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 several. I don't remember how many. They named every name you could think of. And then the one guy who just happened to be at Harvard, by the way. And uh, one of them said, well, uh, 
I mean, the, the fellow that was talking happened to be from Harvard. Forgive me for that. And uh, he got up and he said, well, French here, he said, I'll tell you the name of Jesus is no more powerful than the name of Shadrach, Meshach, or Abednego. And you should have seen the looks on the face of those people. Didn't matter if he was from Harvard or if he was from Podunk. When he said that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were just as important a name as the name Jesus itself. In other words, in order to combat my belief that you must be baptized in Jesus' name, which he didn't like that. He wanted to say, oh, it doesn't matter how you be baptized uh, uh, any way you want, who cares, and so on. I said, then what are we here for? If you don't care how, you, how a person's baptized, what, what do you care about what I say? I could come out and say I'm baptized in the name of Methuselah. What would you care? You just said it didn't make any difference. So name of Jesus must be perfectly fine. You just said it was okay. But how many knows that there's a name that is above every name? Could we just give him a little bit of praise here right now? Praise God. Brother French, Brother French, uh, get, uh, the, the handkerchiefs that go on. Given a name which is above every name. And then, of course, it's a prophecy of Isaiah 45 that every knee is going to bow. Now, and of course, every knee is going to bow because he's God. How many knows that he's God? Every knee is going to bow. All right, now, then we come back. Uh, let's, let's keep going. Uh, let's, let's not go back into Emmanuel. I've already covered that. Now, we'll go to Matthew 2. Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him that tells me that they knew who he was they knew that God had come in as we could say in the form or we could say as as an infant born of his mother who was startled to find out that she was going to be the the mother and carry the son of God that she was going to bring into the world the savior of the world. And these wise men came and it was important because, uh, well, many reasons we all know the wise men are important for a number of reasons. Okay, now let's keep going. Acts 4.12. Now let's look at this. I've only got a minute. I've got to, I've got to keep moving. Neither is there salvation. Everyone say Salvation. Neither is there salvation. I want to get a couple more, so I'm, I'm going to see what I need to cut out. Neither is there salvation. Everyone say salvation. Someone said to me, well, there's nothing in the name of Jesus that has anything to do with salvation. Folks, over and over again, folks, you cannot be saved in any other name. Whether you want to include baptism, some people say, well, I believe in the name, but I don't believe in baptism. Okay, you, you believe what you want to. I'll believe what I, what I believe the Bible says. How many knows the Bible's true? No matter what anybody says, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But hey, folks, we need to, to look at the Bible, not to some tradition somebody gave me. Someone said, well, it doesn't matter what somebody says. One religion's as good as another. Friend, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bank on that. You need to come to know the power of a God God who gave the son his name and this man that was born this child that was born became a man who died on the cross so neither is there salvation in any other for there is none other name I would say none other name now that's two scriptures I've just given you that says that the name of Jesus is above every single name it's above I'm start I'm, I've said I wasn't going to do it but uh 
is, is it above the name uh, Father? Is it above the name Spirit? Is it above any? Yes, it's above every name. It's above the name Son, although we know that those are are not technically names. But whatever whatever name that was given, whether it be El Shaddai or whether it be uh, Father or whatever it may be, there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Now, then I, I would have people, I would, I would try to help people say, well, listen, um, first of all, why, why are you concerned? Well, I knew why they were concerned. They were concerned it be above the name of, of someone they thought was special and didn't want Jesus to be above that. And so they were arguing. I, so that's their business. But I want to tell you something. Hey, folks, as for me and my house, Jesus Christ is Lord of all. He's the master of my life. Praise God. So there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must what? Be saved. Now, uh, I don't know. I know people wiggle out of that. They don't think it has anything to do with salvation. But uh, twice in this one verse, it says it does. Now, let's keep going. For I am Alpha and Omega. We're over in Revelation now. The beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. You see at the bottom here, I've put the uh, I've put the uh, the Greek alphabet just for fun. I don't know. Uh, doesn't look all that fun at the moment. But anyway, so you can go from alpha to omega. And, and the point is, this was a common Hebrew, even though this is written in Greek and those are Greek letters. It was a common Hebrew uh, deal to, uh, to, to say that God was the first and the last. Or he was the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. Uh, and, and that became common. Now, if you were saying it in Hebrew, you wouldn't say Alpha and Omega. Those are Hebrew letters. I mean, those are Greek letters. But it became popular. It became very common. And, of course, Scripture refers to it. We're referring to it right here. But even in the Old Testament. And prophets would say he's going to be the, the first and the last and so on. And Isaiah prophesied he's going to be the first and the last. Meaning that, that Jesus is the all-consuming God. There's nobody outside if he's the first and the last. That the, the whole idea was that he's everything. He's the in-between. That's why he's called the all. Everyone say the all. The almighty. See it right there? Which is which is to come. The almighty. The, and there's the Hebrew word, El Shaddai. So he is the one that encompasses all things. He's the first and he is the last. He is the mighty God. Now, one more scripture. Let's stand, shall we? Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Jesus is the great, eternal I am. That is to say, even though he's human, he is the great, eternal one that had no end and no beginning. Now, he was born in Bethlehem as a man, but as God, he had neither a beginning nor ending. Could we just lift our hearts and let's ask the Lord to, to bless his word right now? Could we do that? Father, we thank you for what we feel today. Thank you for every life. Thank you for your blessing and for your spirit, Lord, that's in this place. I ask God that you will bless our children as they gather and we'll give you praise, Lord, for what you're doing. And we'll magnify your name and we'll lift you up and give you praise. Amen.